0: You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales.
1: So, what, fairy tales? Is
0: that what we're on to now? Hey guys.
2: Hello everyone. Welcome back to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales.
0: You know what's better than 57? It depends what we're counting. Yeah. Numbers. We're of counting what? Numbers. Are they good or bad?
1: Just, just integers.
2: What's the moral relativity of these numbers?
1: Uh, higher is better. Well, then I'm going to say like 6 billion.
0: <laughs> Welcome to episode 6 billion. <laughs> We hit our folder name and convention is not going to go very smoothly from now on. <laughs>
1: we hit what we in the industry call a time sneeze.
0: <laughs> that sounds horrifying.
1: It's where time jolts really, really suddenly.
0: Where the earth just lurches from a sneeze. <laughs> yeah. And we're just
1: launched into space. And this episode is coming at you from the deep future. Or the far future. I like deep future. I like that term.
2: Yeah, that implies things. The
1: deep, deep futures of our once great universe. It feels heavier. It got heavier <laughs> as it as it aged, as people do, and apparently as dimensions do as well. <laughs> time yeah. got more dense.
2: Yeah, dimensions just put, pack on the pounds mostly in their thighs.
1: <laughs> you can actually feel time weighing down on you physically. And yet, fairy tales persist. Yep. The same ones. Not not new ones. We're not reading you one from the future.
2: Nope.
1: It's it's from your past.
2: We're reading one from 1902, Earth time. Earth standard year, 1902. Time gets really confusing when the, you get really deep into so, it.
0: So AD was, was ditched long if, ago.
1: If this sounds confusing, it's because time got real jacked up and this is the subject of many many scholarly debates which is why it sounds hard
2: time was essentially tied into some of the more complicated knots from a sailor's book (laughs) and so we're still trying to figure out how we we wrenched
1: we wrenched the space-time continuum right around we we tucked it like way back into its own butthole basically
0: (laughs) and now to cope we will read a fairy tale
1: it's the one solace we have left in our future hellscape world so
0: who are you
2: i'm carmen i'm your storyteller from time deep past future
0: <laughs> i'm tyler i'm gordy
1: all of us from deep space time before future
2: uh this future past episode is brought to you by linda clark arn thompson type 247 every mother thinks her child is the most beautiful that's nice yeah why would why would we pick that
0: Uh, It just sounds nice. It's just flowery. And we appreciate whoever that person is.
2: Yeah, that complete stranger who in no way birthed one of us.
0: Yeah. But guess which one
1: (laughs) to win the prize.
2: (laughs) This got off to a strange start. We're going to Japan this week.
1: We've been there before, right? We Uh, have. We have. For some girl who complained a lot.
2: Yeah. And like killed people.
0: Yeah, I remember sort of that passively.
2: one. Sort passively. I don't
0: remember her name.
2: She left a trail of bodies.
0: Yeah, the only things that I learned about Japan in my life thus far is that you lose your eyeballs when you go there. They sing karaoke, I think. They smell like flowers, maybe. What? Wasn't that part of that story? She smelled good. She smelled like something. Somebody smelled like flowers.
2: Probably. It's been a while. There were
0: flowers involved. Also, if you surf up and down the island, you have a chance to catch missing now. That's true. So what are we reading tonight?
2: (laughs) Tonight we are reading The Old Woman and Her Dumpling. Just the one? Oh, man. She has one dumpling.
0: This sounds like the beginning of a Mr. Magoo cartoon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It might be.
0: I wish we had dumplings.
2: I thought about picking some up from the H Mart before this one. But
1: you went to the
2: H-Mart? I work across the street from an H-Mart, so I could Dang. have gone to an H-Mart.
1: They have those, like, red bean paste things, too? Yeah. That's shaped like fish?
2: Well, maybe. God. Okay. <laughs>
1: <Dang. laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> those are really good.
2: Do you have errands for me? I'm maybe. Those are good. So this this folktale was collected in uh, 1902 by one Lefcadio Hearn. Uh, we have not encountered anything from... Mr. Hearn so far, but he lived from 1850 to 1904, so this was just two years before his death that he got this one down. Um, he had a very tumultuous life, including not one, but two abandonments by his family. Um, wow.
1: How do you do that? They had, they had to do it again to make it stick
2: <laughs> and get uh, their
0: point across.
2: <laughs> so he's born and named for the island of Lefkada. Like, his mom just gave birth to this guy on an island and said, well, I guess this is your yes. name. Um, his first name is Patrick Lefkadi O'Hearn, but he is referred to as Lefkadi O'Hearn everywhere. So Lefkada became Lefkadia for his name. Uh, that's one of the Greek Ionian islands and uh, the son of an Irishman and a Greek noblewoman. Her father was stationed there during the British occupation of the islands, and he was a high-ranking surgeon. Uh, Later, they went back to Ireland, where he was first abandoned by his mother, who left him in the care of her husband's aunt. Then his father abandoned him. So I guess technically three abandonments, (laughs) because his aunt also abandoned him.
0: Wow. Um, Did they just keep putting him in a cardboard box that said free on
2: it? (laughs) Uh, let's see, proud about his parents. Yeah, uh, his aunt was aware he was turning away from Catholicism, and... Well, that's no good. So enrolled him at a Catholic church school in France, and then I think he gets abandoned again.
0: How did he work <laughs> his way over to Japan?
2: He went to Cincinnati first, then New Orleans, and he was kind of like a newspaper man. So he was sent to Japan with a commission as a newspaper correspondent and then like as soon as he got there did job, the
0: newspaper abandon him
2: yeah the job was terminated
0: great <laughs> but, this guy
2: but he, you
0: found real life charlie brown
1: <laughs> what did he do um, or is he just surrounded by cruel
0: people
2: well turns out he really liked Japan and he sort of just settled down in there um, i probably
0: would too this place is nuts I can dig it here.
2: So he he got some help from, from a guy over there and got a teaching position and uh, just sort of lived there for a while and then he started collecting books on the myths and legends of Japan and that's how he made his, his name.
0: I think that I can make this generalization and say that that is literally the story of every Western person that lives in Japan, is that they've managed to get a teaching job there <laughs> and that's why they live there now
2: probably so he he collected stories and translated them for the western world and so that's how he gained his notoriety cool yeah but there's a lot of abandonments for one lifetime
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then he abandoned us jokes on us uh this
2: one's (laughs) this one's gonna be kind of a short story because we've had a few long ones okay in a row all right you guys ready for story time
1: yeah yeah in place of real dumplings, I'll take a story about one.
0: A fictitious dumpling?
1: Yep.
2: The Old Woman and Her Dumpling. Uh, also sometimes called The Old Woman Who Lost Her Dumpling.
1: That's Spoilers. Really sad.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Gordy. <laughs> a long, long ago, there was a funny old woman who liked to laugh and make dumplings out of rice flour. Just one hell of an okay Cupid profile. That sounds <laughs>
0: super baller. Um, what made her funny?
2: She's not funny. She just likes to laugh.
1: You said she was a funny old woman. Oh, well... Is she funny because she tries to be funny? I'm
2: not sure. What's
1: her like? What's her stand-up set?
2: I'm not sure if she's funny in a comedian <laughs> sense or if she's funny in a... Oh, that's that's funny. That's a woman who just laughs all the time. What's the deal with
0: airplane dumplings? How about this weather? Ha-cha-cha
1: All her entire stand-up set is dumpling-centric Yeah (laughs) I'd watch that I mean, so she's Jim Gaffigan
2: Yeah, as an elderly Japanese woman
1: He did say he was Korean It's true (laughs) Maybe he wasn't lying That's close to Japan Yeah Ish
2: yeah, why don't you <laughs> close? Why don't you salt I, that region further?
0: I know, I know, it's not the same thing. I'm very tempted to just drop in the X Files theme right after you say he said he was Korean. <laughs>
1: That's probably fair use. Okay, what what's this lady doing?
2: Uh, she makes dumplings out of rice flour, like all the time. The fuck, I want
0: dumplings. And and just like cackles the whole time. Yeah,
2: she's just laughing to herself. I think this is why she's funny. She's like. Made funny in the head. I,
1: I can get behind this lady, though. Yeah. I, if, I get it.
2: If that's my old age, I've done something right. <laughs>
1: laughing uproariously to yourself and making really good food.
2: Yeah, that's that's the retirement I want. Uh, so one day while she was prepping her dumplings for dinner, one fell and rolled into a hole in the earthen floor of her kitchen. Uh, disappeared. And an adventure
0: began. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't
1: it be nuts? To have a floor you can just dig holes in and then cover those holes back up?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> that sounds cr- like if you want more space in that room, just dig down.
2: Like, oh, I want nine foot ceilings.
1: Yeah, it's it, they're yours as long as you want everything to be a
0: little too tall.
2: <laughs> well, if you dig the whole floor down, then you just move your, your kitchen and stuff down with it.
0: You just sink your house a little bit if your floor is made of
2: earth, you probably don't have really heavily installed granite countertops and
1: but is the whole thing just resting on top what the whole house?
2: yeah, it's just an earth floor she doesn't have flooring.
1: What are her walls
2: made of? I don't know wall stuff wood probably
1: <laughs> wall stuff. <laughs> Okay. <coughs> Rice yeah. paper. No, that, I, I get but it.
2: flooring didn't always exist, you'd have... I, I get it. I get earth it. Earth that you'd sweep. I get it. For a long time. Everywhere. Um, however, it is concerning when there's just a big hole in that your happened. kitchen earth. Um, So the dumpling disappears down this hole, and the old woman tries to reach it by putting her hand down there, but then the earth gave way, and the old woman fell into this hole. It's a deep,
1: deep hole.
2: There's a sinkhole under her kitchen.
0: Did Lewis Carroll ever go to Japan?
1: (laughs) I was wondering. This seems very familiar. I'm getting suspicious. Build
0: on solid rock.
2: Uh, The old woman fell a long, long way, but she wasn't hurt at the bottom. She gets and she th-
0: smokes some drugs with a caterpillar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's no rabbit in sight. And she gets to her feet and she sees that she's standing on a road a lot like the one in front of her house. Uh, in spite of the fact that she's probably way far underground, it's very light down there, and she could see many rice fields, but there was no one in them. How this happened, I cannot say, but she seems to have fallen into another country. Good aim, yep.
0: <laughs> missed that lava core right by customs <laughs> don't even need
1: to go i need to talk to border control at all
2: so the road sloped a lot and after looking for her dumpling around her immediate area in vain <laughs> that is
1: still the goal yeah, yeah.
2: her priorities are she set. loves the crap out of dumplings and she's like a good shepherd who never lets a single sheep wander from the flock
0: so hold on let's rewind briefly okay. where did she fall out of
2: her kitchen
0: no, right. But, like, was right. it but a hole that opened up? Like, did she fall down to ground? Or did she fall up out of the earth?
2: I think she fell did, down. Did the
0: camera turn over? Like, if she looks up, is there a hole in the sky now? Probably. No. So
2: she fell... <laughs> well, she fell down. Because she right. wasn't...
1: She must have gone through. Right. Like, through the earth out the other side.
2: Because she wasn't hurt when she landed. So my impression is she falls down into like almost a hell type situation where it's this whole other world underneath the world
0: mm-hmm. so there is a sky hole maybe a roof it doesn't, hole it right it
2: doesn't describe the sky other than the fact that it's very light down there so
1: so she didn't just pop out the other side of the planet
2: i don't think so no
1: she didn't pull up bug's bunny like when michael jordan gets sucked down the golf hole
2: yeah, did
0: she did she pass the giant WB sign that's in the middle of the earth that leads to Toon Land? I mean, maybe because
1: th- that is our touchstone for physics of this nature.
0: But, right next door is Japan Hell. <laughs> <laughs> right next to Michael, wherever the Looney Tunes. Michael live.
1: Jordan was maybe inches away from going somewhere horrible. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it didn't describe the actual fall other than it was a long, long way. So for all we know, she went through the center of the earth. I happy. imagine that
0: she blacked out on the way down.
2: Maybe, or she was just laughing. That's even worse. <laughs> time.
0: She has not stopped laughing since the story began.
2: Well, you don't know. She loves it. She loves to laugh. It's
0: like, like the Wicked Witch in the tornado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's just loving it. <laughs>
0: She's just, she's just tumbling and digging through earth, and she's like, "This is my element."
2: She lives. For, I needed this. She lives for thrills and dumplings. Yeah,
0: and she's all out of dumplings.
2: All right, so she looks in her immediate vicinity for the dumpling, but it's not there. And because the road is very sloped, she thinks it probably just rolled down the road. So she runs down the road looking for it and calling out, my dumpling, my dumpling, where is that dumpling of mine? Which Google thought I was misspelling because it couldn't imagine me writing dumpling as <laughs> <this> many times. <laughs> and in this context... after Are you
0: sure you didn't mean buffalo, 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 buffalo? <laughs>
2: <laughs> after a while, she saw a stone jizo, which is a statue of a bodhisattva. Uh, he's usually a monk with a halo, and he carries a staff to force open the gates gates of hell and a wish fulfilling jewel to light the darkness, um, he's often regarded as the bodhisattva of hell beings and the guardian of children and the patron <laughs> deity of deceased children and aborted fetuses in Japanese culture. I can't wait.
0: That's a like a weird double duty that he's pulling.
2: <laughs> no, I think I can see
0: where those overlaps happen.
2: <laughs> so he's known as Jizo or Sama. Depends
1: how depends what you think of children, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. Um so Okay, so list. she sees a statue of him? Yeah,
2: like a stone version of this guy. Um, so she asks the stone Jizo about the dumpling, and he answers that he saw the dumpling rolling down the hill, but maybe you don't want to go any farther because uh, it happens that a wicked oni lives down there who eats people.
1: Well, I shouldn't say no. I think I've heard it. I don't remember what happens, but this feels familiar. What kind of wicked? Is he, like,
0: evil? Or is he, like, Boston wicked? Where he's just like Is that is that slang for good? Yeah. He's got a backwards cap and sunglasses. <laughs> or is he's he from the south side? Or is he and he's a genius janitor? Is he Alphaba?
2: He might be alphaba <laughs> If you care to find me. Look to the buffet of children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Underground.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so after learning that there's a wicked Oni living further down the road that eats people, the old woman only laughs. And then runs on, calling out for her dumpling.
0: She just laughs, running down the road, saying, "Bring it, you basic bitch!"
2: I the whole time I was reading this, I'm imagining her with her hands like in front of her, making Grappy, grasping noises, weird tickly yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> dumpling gestures. Dumpling, <laughs> come here, my precious, <laughs> while giggling. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's horrible! Yeah, <laughs> dumpling. You're, you're gonna stay very, away from whatever that is. This is <laughs> running very, down the road. Very
1: warriors-esque. <laughs> 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 <Just> Clicking <laughs> clink, bottles. bottles on her fingers, dumpling. Come out to to eat, to be eaten. Probably not to play.
2: Come to dinner, dumpling. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, So on her her further run after those dumplings, she comes across another Jesus statue, and she stops and asks about that, Uh, asks about the dumpling, and the statue responds in the same manner. Uh, Yeah, but that Oni, though. Watch out for him. Whoa, man. Like, you're still down there. Still means business about that eating people. Uh, She just laughs. I'm not people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so she l- laughs and runs on, <laughs> calling for she, the dumpling.
1: She knows what she's doing.
2: You know not my power.
1: <laughs> Do not mock me.
2: <laughs> I am the dumpling maker. Uh, so she comes across a third statue. Uh, she asks it about the dumpling, and it quickly tells her, Don't talk about the dumpling now. Here's the oni coming.
0: <laughs> I swear.
1: This is either the longest. Episode of déjà vu I've ever had, or I've heard this story before,
0: or like a, a like a copy paste job somewhere.
2: Uh, the statue tells her to squat down behind its sleeve and don't make any noise.
0: Well, we know she's good at that. <laughs> she, if there's one thing she's good at, it's being silent.
1: <laughs> she's is she gonna be able to rein in her weird cacklings <laughs> and bottle clinks? <laughs>
0: Or is that just a tip?
1: (laughs) Yeah, now I'm picturing her just crouching down. We still have this soft (laughs) clink clink of bottles from behind the sleeve.
2: Uh, So the oni came and bowed to the Jizo statue, wishing it a good day. Uh, Jizo politely returned the greeting, and then the oni sniffed the air two or three times in a suspicious manner, and then cried out that he smells the smell of mankind somewhere. I smell the blood of Japanese woman (laughs) The statue says "Uh, Perhaps you're mistaken And the oni says No, I definitely smell something human Uh, The old woman can't help laughing at this (laughs) Because she looks at the face of danger (laughs) And just giggles in it Uh, And the oni reaches out a big hairy hand And pulls her from behind the sleeve She's still laughing as he (laughs) he picks her up handily in one arm.
1: Where did this woman escape from before she started this adventure? What asylum?
2: Yeah, she wasn't living in her own house. She was in some assisted care situation. But it's like, okay, just just make your dumplings at least.
1: Release when Jack Nicholson and his friend broke that window. (laughs) Went all the way to Japan.
2: (laughs) Uh, the Jesus statue says, don't hurt her, and the Oni says, I won't, but I will take her home to cook for me and my pals. Uh, Are there
1: 13 of them?
2: Or seven? There's There's a significant huh? number. There's a number of them.
1: <laughs> Are they on an island? Do they have to take a boat to get there? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Okay. I. Th- this is, like, so far back in my memory. <laughs> like, I, I must have been th- four when I read, like, some... I think kids' book version of this story, it it is in my brain. It's definitely in my mind somewhere.
2: Uh, well, I pulled this one from the woman folk and fairy tales so book, which is for kids.
1: Our listeners are gonna be privy to probably some inane guesses at what are gonna <laughs> what's gonna happen. But I did get boat. I'm putting that on the scoreboard.
2: <laughs> one boat for Gordy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> show me boat. <laughs> oh, is there any way we could introduce that to the show?
2: What? absolutely
0: not <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly there's no way
2: steve harvey local
0: who knows do you
2: live in atlanta or? Does he I just don't hang know? Yeah, it seems there.
0: busy yeah seems. i get do
1: you want to animate <laughs> he's a kid wrangler now <laughs> you could animate something to go along with
0: every episode <laughs> <laughs> just you saying words and whether or not they're right yeah
2: have fun with that
0: sounds great <laughs> uh. sounds creatively fulfilling <laughs>
2: Yeah, you can just animate it once and then change the words every time. <laughs> just put it up. It won't be the most obnoxious YouTube channel in the world. Promise. Just a
0: bunch of like three-second clips of a word spinning down. We just need a... With a buzzer of some kind. A, yeah.
1: Or we can just get a sound clip of Steve Harvey saying, Show me. And then, and then put in, like,
0: Macintock. Whatever the word <laughs> actually well, <yeah>. is. <laughs>
2: So, the, the Jizo statue approves this cook slave plan just so long as he promises, like, super pinky promise not to hurt her. And really, you have to be kind to her. And if you're not, I'll be very angry.
0: She's what gonna. What does he care? He's a statue, and she just showed up. She's gonna cook for them? Yeah. Okay. Probably dumplings. And, okay. and
2: the consequence of them treating her poorly is, is that, that a
0: statue will be mad at him.
2: Right, so high stakes. Uh, <laughs> the Oni does give his, his super pinky promise and says she'll only have to do a little work each day. Uh, and then he bids the statue goodbye. So for being a wicked people-eating creature, he's actually pretty polite. Well, that. seemingly.
0: He good, has a code.
2: Good first impression. If
0: you want to take an Oni at face value, that's your business.
2: I mean, he's polite except for the... Oh, I found her. She's gonna be slave labor for me and my pals. But you know, on a scale of from one to ogre, he's he's not as up there as some of our other giant friends we've met.
0: So far, I'm not convinced
2: as of yet. Okay. Um. So they only takes the woman far down the road until they came to a deep, right, wide river with a boat. He puts the woman in the boat and they go across the river to the house, which is a very large house. Uh. He takes. Are
1: there toenails involved coming up?
2: No. Show me toenails. Dang it
1: (laughs) one and one (laughs) on Bowden toenails.
2: So he takes her to the kitchen and tells her to cook dinner for all the Oni in the house, gives her a small wooden rice paddle and says you must put only one grain of rice into the pot, and when you stir with this paddle the grain will multiply until the pot is full.
0: Some pretty sweet magic. Yeah. Sounds amazing.
2: It's kinda like a streganona situation. So she does as the oni says, and stays a long time with them as their cook. They never hurt or frightened her, and though she had to make a lot of rice because they ate way more than a normal human would, the paddle made that job fairly easy. However, she does get lonely and homesick, and making rice is nothing to making dumplings, which is her favorite pastime, so she misses that pretty hard.
0: Is she cry laughing now?
2: (laughs) I'm not sure she's laughing at all, which is about crying for her since her default is constant unceasing laughter um so one day when the oni are all out she decides she's gotta run away she just she needs those dumplings back in her life i guess she's given up on the one she went to the <laughs> other caused all these problems so she slips the magic paddle in her girdle because souvenir why not and, and they're, they're
1: not gonna want that back
2: no that won't make them mad at all
1: Is she going to make a ton of rice in the river? Show me river. No. Is she integrating this paddle in part of her escape? No. Not at all?
2: No. Dang it.
1: I think you read a bootleg.
2: So that's two. Two for one.
1: (sighs) Okay, keep going.
2: Uh, You would think that, though. Like, that's... That was kind of where I was expecting this to go, just from normal fairy tale structure. Yeah, she's going to
1: jump out of her boat and then throw the rice in and stir up a bunch of rice in the river, and then they're stuck in a rice pile river. sticky rice pile. Yeah.
2: Right. I don't think that that would really slow them down realistically, so maybe that's why she doesn't do that. But it does seem to be setting up a loaded gun with only put one thing of rice in this pot and like this
1: a rice bomb yeah dirty rice bomb
2: (laughs) yeah like like the Stragonona story had a similar situation where you're only supposed to do the spaghetti stirring a certain number of times and then they screwed that up and the town was pasta so i was sort of expecting this to go in that direction but instead uh she slips a magic paddle in her girdle runs to the river there was no one around to see her, and the boat was still there, so she got in and pushed it off. She is a very strong rower. Cause what did all... she row with? Presumably paddles with Just the boat.
1: lying on her stomach, doggy paddling <laughs> in the water. Just boogie boarding. <laughs> Just like this.
2: Giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I assume she was far from shore. However, the river was very wide, so even being far from shore, she was only about a quarter of the way across when all of the oni came back to the house to find that their cook and magic paddle were gone. So they run to the river to see if that's where she went. Um, perhaps they couldn't swim, and they definitely had no boat. So the only way they could think of to catch up to her would be was to drink all the water in the river so they could walk across.
0: Sweet plan.
2: Uh, they drank it so fast that the water was very low before she made it halfway across the river. She kept rowing until the water was so shallow that the oni stopped drinking and started wading out to her. Uh, she dropped the oar, took out the magic paddle, and shook it at the oni. It's not how his magic works. <laughs> nope. <laughs>
0: She didn't learn anything. Um uh,
2: but in the process of shaking this magic paddle at the Oni, she made such funny faces that the Oni burst out laughing, which made them throw up all the water they just drank.
1: <laughs> oh, I remember that.
2: <laughs> and the river was now full again, so the old woman manages to get safely across.
0: Did they and throw up water? Did they drown themselves in bile? Maybe. Ooh. It's a pad- way to go. She paddled through that.
2: We don't see what happens to them. We just watch the old woman go safely across, and then she runs up the hill and doesn't stop until she finds herself safely at home again. And after all this adventuring, she's very happy because she can make dumplings whenever she wanted, which is all she wanted from her retirement. And now she has this magic paddle to make rice. So, you know, since they're rice flour dumplings, she could just scoop up as Pretty much sweet as she deal. Want. Um, So she sold her dumplings to her neighbors and passengers. I think that was maybe supposed to be passersby, but it's definitely written as passengers in the book. I like
1: passengers way better. Is she...
2: She she must
1: drive a a bus or (laughs) or something. Her side business to make money to fund her dumpling habit. Before becoming a dumpling mogul? (laughs) Yeah, before becoming the, the dumpling Sam walton is that his name yeah whoever the walmart guy is
2: maybe she's got like a dumpling delivery truck that people also hitch rides on
1: <laughs> sure delivery route slash bus that'd
2: be two for one that would be not a bad thing to set up in the world sure
1: of... where do you want to go as long as it's this guy's house i've got you covered because <laughs> that's where my delivery is <laughs> or close by if it's this guy's house or on the way It'd it like, be kind of a die roll if you show up to the restaurant, like, hey, where are your delivery people going? Maybe you get lucky.
2: Well, what if you set it up as like a business where. I guess I should. Let me finish the story because <laughs> I have just minutes left. So she sold this to all these people and in short time became rich, the end. Okay. Okay, so what if you set it up? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Business ideas. <laughs>
2: Uh, so it's like a food truck but all the food's already prepared, so you're instead of having the a kitchen in there, it's a bus but you have your food
1: prepared.
2: Right. So you you have this bus packed with food. Uh huh. And you pick people up and then they can order the food on their way. So it's like lunch and a drive. It's or a buffet a- bus yeah okay that's a lot
1: better than what i was thinking which is but both a cab service and a delivery service that both take longer (laughs) to do like it's they do two things but they do the both
0: worse is there a way (laughs) that we can make these things less efficient
2: (laughs) so i was kind of imagining if she was selling dumplings out of a wagon that it would be more of an ice cream truck situation where she's just taking it around like, don't blame sure. anybody. Right. Rather okay. than established restaurants. So if you just set up yeah. this super cool bus service that also sold breakfasts and lunches, that would make life way more convenient for a lot of people. And you can make a buku dollars.
0: I was thinking of a way that you could like mess up deliveries even worse. Than you currently can,
1: as <laughs> <laughs> by taking people like here, to where they want to go on route.
0: Here's a third grader. I forgot to drop them off at their house. It's like, hey, and I also left the, your pizza at their house. I hey, if hey like- Papa John's, I'd like to
1: order one one pizza with whatever. How long is that going to take? Uh, it's going to be an hour because I have to drive across town to drop this this kid off. I wonder
2: if. Maybe pizza delivery people have also become Uber drivers and just picked up fares that are kind of along their route.
1: Maybe. Who knows? What if this woman invented an app that had, like, you could look up the map of a place where you were going to go, and somebody who worked there had gone onto the app and highlighted the best parking areas. (laughs) So you could look at the map and go, okay, I want to park here, here, here. What? What if she did that? Would you <laughs> use? You, would you use did that?
2: Did you? Did you follow that? Train? No.
0: No to your question, and yes to yours. Okay. I would use that app. Okay, delete that. Then. No, knowing nothing about it.
2: <laughs> All right. We should go to the
1: discussion. That's my next business venture.
0: Don't play that part. It's secret.
1: <laughs> like i I don't see any downside to I have to ride a bus that's the somewhere. company motto.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna ride a bus, might as well stick some food in your face
2: well, like it's really hard when you are doing the public transit thing to get to a restaurant or something like you're already planning your day around this much longer path of transportation. <laughs> Yeah. So if it can make it a little bit more convenient, and also that helps fund the bus system. Like, yeah. <laughs> dear every city, just do this.
1: What if you could pay the bus extra to go through the drive through for you? <laughs> <laughs> would you do that?
0: Okay. I would never Let's...
1: ride a bus again as long as I live, because I know everybody's going to want to stop by Popeye's or
0: something. No, t- see, that's what I'm saying. Let's do that, but... To the highest bidder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> only oh, only one person gets to choose. Yep.
0: Where are we stopping
1: tonight?
2: <laughs> and then everybody still has to pay for their meal. Yeah.
1: What if you could pay money
0: to make a, a traffic light change faster? <laughs> so what you're saying is we need to apply microtransactions to, <laughs> to reality.
1: To fund our real world cities. Yeah, if you, if you pay a dollar via the traffic light app, then you you can knock 10 seconds off of your red light but mm-hmm. if the other people pay more then it's going to take longer so it's just a bidding war at every light
2: once again i am amazed saddened <laughs> and amused that like i present an idea that i think has some like real world traction <laughs> <laughs> Take it to this, <laughs>
1: this place of inefficient horror. I think your <laughs> idea is is complete. It's kind of a compliment. I don't have anything that I can add to it to make it better. It I, it it is a good concept at on its face. I'm I'm
2: not saying like that you're overriding my idea. I'm just amused that the pattern <laughs> so has has been like here's this thing that I think could be really cool and then you guys are like what if we made that awful <laughs> what if
0: we just made it suck well, no the, what we're doing is we're applying like the rigors of reality to it it's already,
1: it's already free to drive we
0: are adding we are adding the bureaucracy that it will have to pass through to it which then makes it inefficient. <laughs> what if what if you got on a bus but you had to pay to make them stop?
2: <laughs> it's just conversation so, so that you just <laughs> you're just
0: double dipping on the fare then.
1: Yeah. That driver is not stopping or opening the door until unless a certain number of people have put in a bid for that location. So <laughs>
2: I feel sometimes like how I imagine screenwriters do. <laughs> like they, they make this beautiful script and then they take it to these producers. And these producers are like, okay, yeah, but what if yeah, we add a, a talking puppy?
0: Yeah, put a talking cat in this. <laughs> and you're golden. That's yeah, exactly what happens to so, scripts. So if you can't pay to get off the bus... Don't get on. Do, no, do buses just become like roving snow piercers <laughs> full of homeless people i guess i guess <laughs> like so. no one else can get Here's on the, the bus if
1: you but if you also people serve that food they can't pay to get off if you also serve food are you obligated to serve them
2: if they pay
1: like I, until i guess they're about to die and then you just kick them off wherever they're about to die no
0: you leave the bones on because they didn't pay <laughs>
2: You just have this (laughs) there's a bus full of rotten corpses.
1: Okay, what if you add like a second car to the bus that's just for dead people? (laughs) The
0: double decker. (laughs) The top deck is just corpses.
2: Now, can you can you posthumously raid their wallet for the fare to drop them off? Like if they actually had enough in their wallet and they were just being like skin flinty about it, and then they died on the bus, can you like take the fare? Like no, you
0: have to report. the death to their family, if you can find them next of oh, kin, yeah. and then they settle their accounts for them. So you're being
2: <laughs> responsible while also carrying their corpse around for eternity.
0: If they want those remains in a, in a moving catacomb, oh, you
1: can you can monetize all of because then they have to pay to get that bus to stop so they can get the remains of their relatives.
2: If they board the they bus, have, so it, yeah, they have to pay to get on and off the bus. So it's yeah.
1: So it's kind of a food dispensary Slash bus slash hearse I guess
2: I'm never m- suggesting anything s- again Slash correctional facility
1: yeah, slash,
2: slash homeless slash, shelter it
1: Might as well have a prison And a doctor on board And you can charge for that <laughs> Yeah this is Snowpiercer <laughs> Except except it's on a bus That could Boy, that would make that movie so much
0: better if it if they could stop at any time. It was just a bus in Manhattan. And the conductor just refused to. <laughs> um, so what about
1: dumplings? Yeah, yeah we should that, talk
2: about this story.
1: That's what this lady was doing, I think. <laughs> <That ties laughs>
2: that it, her business model. It ties it? it
1: into the story.
2: So that, that's how she made money on her passengers at the end of the story. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay so questions about the actual story man I have many... so many more bus related questions but <laughs> are they quick? the buses? yeah no the,
0: no the, the questions, questions about
1: the oh no they're not <laughs> no the, the buses are horrendously slow <laughs> they are not efficient they, they are gonna make, you're going to want to pay money as soon as possible
0: why did people keep getting on? That if was they, my
1: next question: Is why is anybody getting on this bus? If they, you
2: guys made this reality. If, it
0: has if to they, be really good food, right? Now we're trying to solve the problems of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you built these problems and now you're filling your own. This is how plot societies holes. are we, built. We didn't build Gosh. the problems. You were troubleshooting first, the prototype. first. You
0: dig the hole, yeah, and then you start troubleshooting. Really, we're troubleshooting your service that
2: you presented. <laughs> what?
0: As it would be implemented.
2: <laughs> Please never be in charge of a city. Both of you, like, don't run for public office. Because
0: you you brought forth this business plan, uh-huh. and we told you how to monetize it correctly,
2: uh-huh.
0: most efficiently.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And now we're troubleshooting it.
2: I'm just gonna check out for this portion.
1: Maybe the buses should be really fast. So that you wanna get on those as opposed to what if they had special roads to drive on?
0: What if the buses were the only place that you could get food? <laughs> okay. That that is supply and demand. It's
2: the first you sabotage. It's the all last others.
1: supply
0: of human food. So you just have to snow contract,
1: planet. You have to contract with all farms, restaurants. <laughs> And grocery outlets. <laughs> Exclusive contract. They all sell
0: only to this this bus franchise.
2: Foolproof, guys. It okay. sounds
0: like your idea is terrible and will never work.
2: Yeah. So we're supposed to be filling in the plot holes of this story, <laughs> um, not the plot holes of your... Are
0: are there any plot
1: holes? Yeah, really?
2: where'd
0: she go? <laughs>
2: yeah, there's Well, I a, guess there's that. There's a <laughs> hole in her house. Not a huge one. You can get a hand through it at first. But, and then it
0: turns into a sinkhole. But there's mm. just
2: a hole in her kitchen to a hell dimension?
0: Or other country where hell beings happen to be. Right. What are the hell beings?
2: The Oni. Oni? It's like a demon. Oh, right, thing.
1: Yeah. Sure. Does that mean it's a hell place? <laughs>
0: uh, that's the only place where Oni are allowed to be? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, it could either be hell or a country where Oni happened to be.
2: it it heavily implies that she fell beneath the earth. Yeah. Which is a typical location of hell dimensions. And right. The, the sounds, but it also
0: sounded like she came out the other side.
2: No, she landed on a road. I don't think she popped up on a road. She landed on a road after falling down. Yeah,
0: so she she shot out, but then gravity caught her again and pulled her back down.
2: Mm, I'm pretty sure what the story is telling us is that she fell in a downward trajectory. The entire time, but and she landed never... landed in a surprisingly bright place for being kind of an underground situation. It sounds like there's sky there. It does. How? I mean, this sounds a little bit like the setup under in Immortal bony's place.
0: Did he have sky?
2: He had a lot of light. Yeah, was but un, unexpected. <laughs> they, it they still don't...
0: sounded subterranean. This sounds like a place.
2: Yeah, but they don't say stuff like there's sky. It's just it's surprisingly bright and then there's land and rice fields and stuff referred to it
0: as a country yes so presumably it it resembles a country in some way to her and not a cave
2: she still fell from above (laughs) so maybe she fell in a hole and then you don't see the hole necessarily the hole was just almost a wormhole under her land
1: what are your guesses how'd she get back out then
2: that's the big.
1: <laughs> I, I was wondering that.
2: If I were, there was no ladder. If I were to make this into a movie, it would have one of those sad, bittersweet endings where you know the top is still spinning. Right. Kind of situation. Well, like she just runs up the hill. When yeah. she when she lands from the hole in her kitchen, she lands on a road that is very much like the road outside her house. And so, yeah. what if this is all? like an afterlife story like she just fell trying to get a dumpling because she just when she runs away from the oni she just runs up the hill until she reaches home safely so but, she runs
0: up a hill to a house that right, looks like hers
2: right on a road that looked like the road outside her right, house, and
0: never climbed out of a hole again
2: right and so
0: <laughs> which she came through mm-hmm. in the first place and
2: then her heaven is making infinite dumplings She has a magic
0: wand that can do
2: that. The the rice paddle makes the rice and she makes the dumplings in a traditional handmade fashion because she loves doing that.
1: Right. What was she supposed to learn from this experience?
2: That's also a good question. Was
1: she supposed to learn something? That's another good question because this just kind of happens and she is basically the same except she has a magic ladle. That's the only change, right?
2: Right. She defeats her enemies by drowning them. Well, most mostly by making funny faces while waving something at them. <laughs> she must be really funny.
0: I guess so. <clears throat> if they if they bust a gut laughing.
2: Literally bust a gut. Right.
0: If they explode with laughter.
2: <laughs> and in water bile. So if we take this as like an afterlife what dreams may come kind of situation.
0: Why'd she go to hell? What'd she do? Or well
2: Well it's like an afterlife there, dimension. There are...
1: There are good creatures yeah. there, too, in the statue, guys.
2: Yeah, there are... So there's
1: good and bad, so it might be...
2: And the bad isn't really all that bad.
1: Right, they're just hungry. <laughs> and... Kidnappy. Maybe, and maybe kidnappy. Yeah. Um,
2: they don't hurt her. She's just put to a life of servitude. Right.
1: It is an afterlife, maybe a, a non, non-karmic non afterlife,
2: yeah it just is
1: it's just an afterlife which is not
0: good or bad but it's it's not judgmental
2: she gets into this by chasing after a single dumpling she was making dumplings plural so this wasn't the only dumpling she had
1: right is the lesson to not get distracted by the one dumpling that you lost and pay attention to the rest of the dumplings that you have also just make another one
2: i think the lesson is to
1: look at the forest instead of the
0: trees
2: Observe the five-second rule, because that dumbling was way past that rule.
0: Well, not when she first tried to get it. Don't. She was trying to observe the five-second rule, and she yeah. ended up dead.
2: Yeah, it actually <laughs> really died,
1: but if... Don't leave holes in your kitchen floor.
2: Yeah, yeah don't procrastinate and, on filling that out. And
1: also don't eat off the floor.
2: Hire a surveyor <laughs> <laughs> to make yeah. sure you're building unsound substrate.
0: Does she have any family... Did they just come to find Grandma face down in a hole?
2: Uh, If she did have family, it's not mentioned in her happily ever after situation. (laughs) So... Like, presumably someone was related to her, maybe, but she could have just been a spinster her whole life and not had any children.
1: Sounds like she had other priorities.
2: Yeah, dumplings. (laughs) Dumpling-based priorities. Dumplings are her children. They're her little babies, so that's why she has to go running after one.
0: She sold them to her neighbors at the end and became very rich. Yeah. Who were her neighbors? Other ghosts?
2: Yeah, probably. Ghosts? Yeah, other people who died.
0: Maybe. Maybe she never got out.
2: It's like, she's surrounded by empty rice fields at the beginning. She can't see Mm. anybody Mm
0: -hmm. in this place. Yeah, but suddenly has neighbors at the
2: end. I'm wondering if it was a coming to terms with things. Like, when you first pass over, you're still very focused on whatever was happening before.
0: You're saying that she was dead the whole time?
2: Well, like, I'm I'm saying that the uh, falling down the hole was the dead part
1: maybe she her services were just enlisted without her consent by like an interdimensional cooking butler service what and these (laughs) oni just wanted someone to come cook for them
2: like they ordered a housemaid
1: yeah she just didn't get to say yes or no
2: (laughs) she's warned not to go further because of this oni twice and she just laughs and continues searching for the dumpling. So I feel like she knew maybe, what she was
1: doing the whole time.
2: Possibly. Maybe the lesson is that mindless pursuit of material goods leads you to a life of servitude.
0: Maybe. Was that dumpling literally her unfinished business? She never yeah. found the dumpling, right?
2: She did not, know.
0: Yeah, just don't eat off the floor. Let it go.
2: <laughs> um, And then the life of servitude while easy because it wasn't tough on her is unfulfilling it is menial yeah and it's better tedious. better to go make something
0: go into business for yourself that's <laughs> the lesson
2: yeah so don't don't just mindlessly pursue stuff
0: drop out of school be a zuckerberg <laughs> you got to zuck your dumplings <laughs> <laughs> zuck your dumplings <laughs>
2: And then good humor can get you out of bad, bad situations.
1: Yeah, if you're already insane when you go down, they can't do that much to you.
2: (laughs) And you can go back up to Heavenland at the top of the hill where your pretend house is.
0: With all your pretend money.
2: Your pretend dumpling ingredients. I'm just assuming that she's dead.
0: I think that that's a fair assumption, a fair read on the events of the story. Because that
2: seems far more likely to me than... There is a hole to another dimension in her kitchen that she didn't bother filling or noticed. Or
0: exiting at the end.
2: Yeah. So that's how I'm wrapping the story up. She's that, dead. This is the story for Afterlife.
1: That sounds reasonable to me. I don't know that I have anything else to dig into.
0: And even if she's not dead, she definitely didn't leave.
2: So yeah, she's, def- she's definitely she's still definitely She's so definitely still there. Dimension, making a new life for herself. Maybe senile and unaware.
1: probably unless it is a space jam situation and she did go into the ground and then come out a different ground then she could just do the same thing maybe jump back in the hole and come out the other hole
2: could be dementia too instead of like straight death maybe she just just made
1: all of this up
2: like she's fallen into a world very like the one that she knew but
0: maybe it's a simulation to get her dumpling recipe yeah
2: And, and her recipe for concentrated dark matter (laughs) <laughs> so, anything
0: else that fixed I think, in the story?
2: I think we fixed it I mean it was pretty straightforward woman follows Dumpling to hell right. and then makes funny faces to escape
0: what were the Oni doing?
2: just chilling
1: this is a near perfect analogy for escape from New York <laughs> and this lady is Snake Plissken and the Dumpling is the president <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it is near perfect. <laughs> and that Oni is Isaac Hayes, aka the Duke of New York, who has chandeliers on his car.
2: I would watch something where that premise is the dumpling is the president, no further explanation given. Where was? <laughs> the dumpling is the president, no further explanation.
0: Just... Well, That's my read. So what's the name of your bus company? <laughs>
2: don't oh, know. Like, if I give it to you, you'll just like add a bunch of postscripts. This, this
1: business model is already almost perfect.
0: Yeah, we've we've put it through the ringer.
2: Well, Meals on Wheels is taken.
0: Could you just... hold on? Oh, could, how litigious are they? Yeah, hostile takeover. <laughs> oh,
1: and that and that creates customers, a ton of them, needy, needy, helpless customers. With a taste for
0: adventure. That,
1: that will instantly rely on your services because des- they can't de- get around.
2: <laughs> see?
0: A desire to see the unknown. Parts of the world they've never been to. Which is like down the street of this bus. I,
2: ca- I, can't, I can't even give you a name that I'm not going with. <laughs> you the what's terrible new what's the name?
1: You can't do anything with a name.
2: You, you have just proven that wrong.
1: <laughs> what are you not going with? You're not going. You're not using it. It's fine. I'm
2: not going with Meals on Wheels. So when... That's well, thing. I know.
0: Oh, you don't have another one.
2: I'm trying to think of one. When
0: you pitched it as a as more of a delivery slash Uber situation <laughs> before it got corrupted into bus data, <laughs> I was gonna sell you on McDubers, <laughs> but that had more of a weed connotation to it. Yeah. So I decided to start rethinking it. Yeah.
1: Maybe not quite the right vibe. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to look for gaps in this
0: plan.
2: Which plan? The one yeah, that I one? came up with or the one that you guys destroyed? Uh,
0: well I'm, I'm the legitimate delivery service I'm, I'm, or the human kidnapping slash trafficking I'm, ring. Slash, <laughs> slash corpse creator. Where
1: Okay, here's here's a separate question. Where yeah. else <laughs> the, the
0: delivery <laughs> slash taxi service or the corpse ransom service? <laughs> That's a bad name. (laughs) Gotta keep spitballing on
1: names. (laughs) Where else can we use microtransactions in our daily
2: lives?
1: (laughs) Why are local governments not onto this idea?
0: If they aren't yet, they will be now. Infrastructure is free to use,
1: just like free-to-play games. Mm -hmm. It's free to get on there. Yep. But you can make the experience so much better by just donating a little bit of money at a time.
0: The city can only use this bridge once a day unless everybody pays a certain amount to lower it again at rush hour. Like the boat bridges? Yeah. All bridges will flip up. Because
1: oh, then then you've got, like, maybe not a true prisoner's dilemma situation, <laughs> but, like, if you're sitting there in traffic and and everyone has, like, a button on their car that will just give a dollar to yeah. the nearest... The nearest chip that can collect it like the nearest <laughs> hot spot somebody has to push the button first like someone has to start the donation train right but if you can help it you you want to be at the tail end if on there at all like no one no one wants to just dump a bunch of money onto the bridge
0: i'm trying to think oh, of other oh
1: oh okay combining oh. ideas what if that was true this bus just goes right across bridge comes right down for the bus <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: Bus the, has the bus bridges
1: has...
0: <laughs> bridge the or the bus is the only way across the bridge. The, the bus unless you pay a premium.
1: Yeah, the bus has special access through all of these infrastructure checkpoints.
0: You know what's a friendly word? <laughs> is checkpoint. <laughs> when when a society is full of checkpoints, we will truly reach <laughs> peace on earth.
1: We gotta pay for our bridges somehow.
2: Honestly, Okay, I have I have a name for my, not your company, uh-huh. the bus fare, because fare is another word for... For food. Yeah.
0: But I thought it wasn't a bus. Well, I thought yours was an Uber.
2: No, I was speculating what if Uber drivers, <laughs> a delivery servicemen had become Uber drivers. No, my idea was a bus want so one full of corpses. Which
1: has food. My, uh, you want, you on. want a bus that just serves nice food.
0: So your bus is just vegetarian? Because one way or the other, it's full of corpses.
2: Okay. Yeah, uh, my. <laughs>
1: Specify that you don't mean human corpses. Yes.
2: Okay. Mine's not full of human corpses. Mine was. Either adapting current public transit systems or offering a privatized competitor to public transit systems that has like a mini restaurant. Nice
1: food. Right, right, right. Situation. That's... And my, my rebuttal to that is if you spell fair wrong, you have a much more interesting service on your hands.
0: If it's a bus F-A-I-R. Uh-huh. And it just has rides on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, got, it's got teacups inside.
2: It's just like a roller toaster tycoon going across this interstate.
0: Sure. What if the banner on the side of the bus, like where they put advertisements usually, currently, what if that banner always just said, this bus doesn't have corpses on it? (laughs) (laughs) Just to keep the the feds off us.
2: Yeah, that would do it.
0: This bus contains no they, human corpses. The
2: feds would be examining public records of this bus. Like, there are a lot of people that get on it and not a lot to get off. <laughs> it's it's tax documentation. is mean, very confusing. I mean, also, a large number of people have gone missing in this city, uh, all of whom were last seen boarding one of these buses. But it does say it doesn't have corpses on it, so <laughs> probably we can just give this a pass. It's a good dodge,
1: <laughs> I think. <laughs> because if you're if Your you're government at work. how about this for police to get on the bus and to get off the bus it costs like a hundred times as much so any investigation into the bus is going to be very expensive for the department
2: yeah the warrants won't work for that that's not a workaround.
1: that's not allowed yeah. you can just say i don't consent to a search
2: just shout free market in War. their faces <laughs> <I don't laughs> drive. and the drive away across
1: the bridge that's going to come back up for the police car so they have to pay to get across
2: <laughs> so we so have also on part the... of your agenda is bankrupting the criminal justice system to what keep if, them off your tail
0: what if we have on the interior of the bus a sign that says oh nay or it's way and just acts as like a warding charm <laughs> <laughs>
2: For police officers, and you keep it—that—that that is keep a it secret. Recharged in human blood. That is a secret
0: <laughs> law
1: tip from us to you. If you if you talk to the officers in pig Latin, they can't use any of that against you in they court. They disappear in a puff of smoke.
2: And if you use the corpses that have died naturally on your bus service for not paying to get off, then you mm. have like an automatic supply of of witching power.
0: Yeah. So you got that going for you. Yeah. What if there was a waiting period on the corpses? What do you mean? Like a period of time in which they will remain on the bus. Which they have to remain on the bus? Yeah. Like and no then, matter what family and members if, pay. If they are not claimed in that time, they're turned into fuel for the bus. Uh, so it's green. <laughs> to keep it moving.
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> or
0: it's an eco friendly bus.
2: Or they're turned into fuel for the people. Right. And well, like most can be both. Like a soil and green yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this sounds better than my idea. You plugged all the holes. Good job, guys. Another one stitched up nice.
0: I'm not saying that we are plugging the holes of your business. We're taking this idea to its logical conclusion. Right. Because I'm assuming it would be a public company, like a publicly traded company.
2: Yeah, obviously.
0: And the only and, one and, worth and, owning stock in. Right, and once it <laughs> once stock control leaves your hands. This is what the end result will end up being.
2: Oh, you're saying mine is a publicly yeah. owned company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not not that you would open we're tr- this as an automatic we're trying, like <laughs> buy stocks and, and we're not a to tr- bus. <laughs>
1: We're we're trying to troubleshoot your idea. Though this this does require the um the paid infrastructure system.
2: So you, you just need- that
1: I would say penalizes emergency services rather than helps them.
0: What? <laughs> like yeah, not...
1: like cops not being able to cross bridges automatically oh, but the bus can like you can that oh. means the bus can just outrun any law enforcement
2: <laughs> that's oh. what
1: i was getting at
2: oh yeah you're, like you're suggesting almost a hostile takeover of existing public transit systems that then becomes yeah. a further takeover of i mean the, the other the, the others will
1: still exist they will just be substantially worse in, what, in some aspects what
0: we're now trying to do is turn the world into the third act of the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> where, where there's just a, a truck but, driving around the city yeah, constantly but we want
1: it to be a very bus centric solution
2: <laughs> you're proposing like a weird dictatorship situation where the dictator is a bus company
0: <laughs> kinda yeah where the dictator is a bus <laughs> it is a
1: sentient bus Maybe a hive mind of multiple buses. Cause this bus is gonna be—I I take back what I said before about it being slow. It's gonna be amazingly fast, <laughs> blistering speed. But you—you you do have to pay a lot to get on and even more to get off.
2: It's like weird bus Skynet now.
1: Plus, like you're paying for all the services aboard. you can die on any bus,
2: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't just happen on this bus. <laughs> That is a statement that is true currently. (laughs) Am I dying now? (laughs) You could die on any bus.
1: You might as well die on the one that has facilities for that.
2: (laughs) It's got a funeral room.
0: Well,
1: well, it it has an
2: upstairs. (laughs) You can just set up the cremation chamber so that it also acts as fuel. It just goes
0: right into the engine. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of your service? Oh, gosh.
2: Yeah, how are are you taking over bus fare?
1: I don't know. I can't name things. I'm bad at at coming up with names for stuff.
2: Yeah, that's kind of why we want you to do it for this. This, this beautiful flawless <laughs> business plan needs a beautiful flawless name
0: yeah think think about you right now in your life you walk downstairs and you're thinking I just want to go somewhere and a bus pulls up and on the side of that bus it says something and you decide this is the bus for me what if it just said good bus very fast <laughs> Good bus,
2: very fast, incorporated. Good
1: good bus, very fast, you get on now. (laughs) Good bus, fare rates. No scam, just a bus. So, Not scam, only bus.
2: Aside from the food part that you would have taken over when when you took over bus fare, Mm -hmm. and the moldering corpse addition on the top what other services are you offering on this bus well
1: we already mentioned prison and doctor right uh what else do you need wi-fi
2: like a county street
1: street performers you could put some cheap wi-fi in there or bus aisle performers
2: yeah screw the performers if you got wi-fi then you basically have access to the world yeah that's true So yeah okay (laughs) wi-fi prison hospital moldering corpse room
1: that's a city City on wheels. <laughs> petting zoo? <laughs> That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. R- rental animals?
2: Yeah, you get it's a like petting a, zoo. It's like a
0: bus cat cafe. Primarily the ones about to be butchered in the back of the bus? <laughs> yeah,
2: that was what I was sa- going to oh. say. Like, you get a petting zoo full of pigs and chickens and things, and when they like start getting old or mean... Or tired of having people pet them, you're or just like, disease-y. well, yeah, well. <laughs> if we- they're on the
0: verge of disease, <laughs> they go into the pot. You, you go
1: ahead and start cooking.
2: So you have a traveling, adorable pet larder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's gonna need a th- another car behind it, or <laughs> yeah, a third you're, story.
2: You're making a train.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, you're losing the bus thing. This is like a stretch limo bus. But
1: I but I do really want it to be a bus because trains cannot go to that many places.
2: I mean, you can just make it a train that drives on a city road instead of a track.
0: Which is still a bus mm-hmm. in spirit.
2: Or a truck.
0: What if we just human centipede a bunch of buses together?
2: <laughs> or you make it very clear in the design that this bus's fourth part is in the other bus's butthole. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very sad. fast, very poor turning <laughs> radius.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need to to uh, <laughs> comprehensively upgrade our infrastructure <laughs> so that this thing can make like its its half mile one eighty.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you're already redoing lights and bridges, so why not? You need to start it small so that people don't suspect. Like it's just one normal corpse bus. What if the and route then you just as you get more and more people tracked on it and fewer and fewer population like... in the city, you just start I like adding how
1: I like how one one normal corpse bus has become the uh the reference point for
0: rationality.
2: <laughs> What if the, I, got, I gotta have some anchor.
0: What if the route was a straight shot across the country until you reached the coast, and then it was a single turn, like a NASCAR track, and the like end of this long-ass train bus just fishtails out into the ocean a little bit to dump out the bones, Oh, <laughs> and so then that's... you start back the other way across the country.
2: The bones and human waste, because you, you also have to deal with that part of this. Yeah.
0: Oh, you just open I the airlock not in the consider back.
1: Consider that. Yeah. Well, there have there has to be bathrooms. Yeah. Okay.
2: Otherwise, you're going to be piling on corpses way faster than right. new passengers, and it's just oh. not a tenable business okay. plan. Okay, that's fine.
1: That's fine. That's doable. Yeah, you there need that fresh
2: fare coming in. Bus so. <laughs>
1: bathrooms. Gosh, do we need to get apartments in there somehow. At least cots, little private like train train cars, train booths, where you have like a bench. A little bed maybe or something.
2: You're you're just pushing it closer and closer to recreating Snowpiercer.
1: But I do I do really, really want it to be a bus.
0: (laughs) Cannot stress that enough. It It must remain. Absolutely
1: must must be road ready. (laughs) I think I think part of the
2: charm is that it looks like an ordinary bus with some nice amenities on the inside. All the corpses are piled on top and you enter it thinking, Oh, bus and you can't leave.
1: I mean, you can leave, it's just very expensive. Right. That, that is what I think we're forgetting, is that you
0: can have the bus stop any time you want. Right. What if instead of a very long bus, it's a very wide fleet of buses
2: so, so that you just
0: crash through everything?
2: <laughs> you don't necessarily want it to make it super cozy, because you want to convince people to pay to leave, so... Like, you have your amenities to entice them on. Like, oh, there's a prison and a hospital here. Whoa!
0: Also, cushioned seats.
2: Yeah, but you don't want to give them private apartments or comfortable that's, beds.
1: That's true. Maybe like, we should invent some kind of cushion-hardening technology to make them want to get off.
2: And If they can't afford Can you- to, then they get to eventually join join the corpse pile. How
0: how long has it been since you've been on a bus, Gordy? Because I feel like they already have that technology in place. Yeah, that
1: might already be patented somewhere. People Um, don't
0: want to stay on buses very
1: long. I'm trying to come up with some kind of uh, NASDAQ-esque system for deciding the price to get off of the bus based on stocks maybe or supply and demand or some kind of economics so it's not just a flat like yeah we'll stop the bus for a hundred bucks like like just throw just throw a hundred at us and it's good like it's got to change right like if a lot of people want to stop that that premium is going to go up
2: i I wouldn't attach it to anything that makes sense like just i mean
1: it is it is the bus standard it's a bus economy
2: Uh.
0: following a similar vein how are we going to enforce um staying on the bus how do you how do you quell uprisings to get off the bus gas (laughs) (laughs) that's that's very drastic so is an uprising
1: is it is it possible to have the interior of the bus be a different country (laughs) like to be its own sovereign ground (laughs) in kind of the way that disney world is basically its own little country with separate laws.
2: I mean, it would have to act sort of like a consulate.
1: Would there be an it is, embassy on the bus? It is a rolling embassy. Maybe that is a better way to dress it up.
2: <laughs> to, you can visit whatever country just, this bus is claiming to be. To
1: just magic bus corpse land.
2: Can you make some kind of one-way door? Where, I yeah. don't
1: see that only opens from one direction.
2: Yeah, so that you know when people are getting on the bus, other people can't rush the exit and try and. Lean <laughs> I guess past them. I
1: guess like the backward spikes don't work as well if you can just step over
0: them. Yeah, that only works on tires. What if instead of very hard seats, they had an adhesive on them, <laughs> and you yeah, so have to they... Pay they have it removed, oh, or so or like really are...
2: g- a really strong <laughs> suction system, right. so it's easy is, to manipulate is, from yeah. them.
0: Using g forces, <laughs> we keep
1: people in their seats. Generated by what? Is it like a cement mixer, and we're just gonna like spin them around very fast in a centrifugal force. <laughs> the
0: whole time, so they are stuck. We we pitch it as a massage system at first
2: <laughs> for and, the glutes. Okay, I mean, I just I want to pause and point out that again, I think there's such. A, <laughs>
1: You suggested what?
2: I suggested a suction system as an efficient means of people in their seats for magic, imaginary and the <laughs> And you
1: guys took it. Don't... Don't act like like <laughs> attaching any suggestion onto Corpse Bus is okay.
2: I'm not. I, I just want to point out, like, every, every suggestion I make, regardless of its other context, you guys take to a whole new level of insanity.
1: <laughs> I'm a maximizer. I, I try to get the most out of out of anything.
2: Like I jumped on board Magic Embassy Corpse Buds <laughs> with you guys to try to solve these problems. And and still still you one up every insane suggestion with like a false gravity field caused by centrifugal forces inside this bus. I just want you to be aware of what
1: you're doing. For just spitballing. It's we, called
0: rapid we, prototyping. I mean... I think I think all of these are home runs but
2: I should just stay silent.
0: No, you're adding to the conversation. You're going to have like 40
1: minutes of bus related material. <laughs> you know,
2: this was a really this was a story that was so short I almost put it on the Patreon side of things because I wasn't sure cuz
1: well a whole now episode. there's a whole like full length bus episode to go with it. This
0: is more of a feature length ramblecast with a story thrown in the middle of it. B- basically. <laughs>
2: When are you guys gonna be happy with your embassy course bus prototype?
1: I'm good. Next week. I think it's perfect. Oh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna just pull the trigger on production.
0: As soon as I click the stop button on Audacity, I'm whipping out a piece of paper and starting the blueprints. I'm gonna call my bus guy. <laughs> Is his name Gus? I wish it was.
2: <laughs> no, it's Franklin. I've met him. Oh
0: that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah.
2: He won't even go by Frankie. It's always just Franklin. <clears throat> Might be able to sell him on Frankus.
0: I like, Frankus.
1: <laughs> I like the idea of being able to use the phrase sovereign wheels.
0: That's, a, that's an okay title. I think people would feel safe getting on that.
1: Sovereign wheels? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just as a way to refer to to your but other you, countryness. Like, these are the sovereign wheels of...
0: Sovereign wheels limited.
1: Of whatever.
2: And its, it's tagline is diplomatic immunity.
1: It's tagline and it's it's reality. <laughs> diplomatic immunity might not be quite the right phrase so much as pass key through through all of the city's infrastructure.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's sort of a watchman sort of switcheroo where we don't mean you get diplomatic immunity. We have it from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Unless the great bus dictatorship was born. Oh, and
1: then and then
2: Oh, no? You
1: can charge everybody roaming minutes
2: What? while they're on
1: the bus because <laughs> they're making international calls.
2: So this bus company also now owns all cell phone companies.
1: I think we can make a deal. You're making international calls. Yeah, technically, that's, that's expensive. So this, okay, to make this plan viable. Like See, aren't the, you
0: glad you added diplomatic immunity to the conversation?
1: The <laughs> fees, the fees to. To, like, get past these bridges have to be pretty exorbitant.
2: Yeah, (laughs) a lot of fees to make this (laughs) this viable. A lot of of fees have to be exorbitant.
0: (laughs) Most things now have a paywall attached. Almost everything has a paywall.
2: You make a deal with Comcast, they'll bite. They'll bite on a course bus. (laughs) That's right up their moral alley. They're
0: desperate right now. Google's freaking their shit out. (laughs) They're ready to jump on anything to stop that train. Oh, man. We should go on... The what Comcast is it, Shark, Shark Tank?
2: Yeah. Exclusively provides internet to Corpse Bus. I mean, Sovereign <laughs> Wheels. Yeah, and we're, we
0: promise we'll take you to Valhalla with us. This would be the best Shark Tank episode they've ever aired. <laughs> would they air it? Yeah. Or would they be
1: afraid of our success? Oh, yeah. Maybe we, this is dangerous to release.
2: Yeah, we we're living in an age where Donald Trump is a viable presidential candidate, so you could potentially pitch this to shark tank and have a huge following i don't i don't know what the world's like anymore
0: and just say that donald trump's already on board yeah because whatever
2: and if you say his name enough times he'll agree with you he just likes hearing his name
0: seems like it
1: maybe maybe if we just print trump on the side he will assume that he already owns it
0: are we still going
1: uh I might be might be out of gas
0: on this bus idea.
2: You guys you guys good? I'm never suggesting a business plan again.
0: So thanks mom for executive producing this episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, I hope
0: you enjoyed it.
2: It's all on you. You made this guy. You made him happen. So
0: <laughs> I assume I can uh count on your further investments oh, God. <laughs> into future ventures. <laughs> Like with all of our other side projects, if you want
1: to see this one happen, you no. can go to our Patreon page. No,
2: no Gordy, don't. Don't <laughs> ever do it.
1: We'll cut you into the stock.
2: No, to Gordy, don't connect our Patreon to this course bus.
0: If you haven't already, you can join our Facebook group and pitch us your ideas on what to implement.
1: Or tweet at us, or email us, or I guess you could leave it in a review on iTunes. Yeah. If you really wanted to.
2: That'd be great. You'd be like, yeah, five star show. Some pretty good folklore. Really like the Corpse Bus idea. On board with that.
0: (laughs) You should check out episode fifty eight for a pretty sweet manifesto.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Corpse bus for dictator. Twenty Yeah
1: for (laughs) Twenty Twenty
2: Corpse Bus.
1: (laughs) Episode fifty-eight for the New World Order.
2: This is what happens when you record an episode from future past.
1: Oh yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> <That> completely <conceit. laughs> about that bit
2: God, this was a weird episode start to end Alright, let's go
1: I hope this is a lot of people's first episode Oh, I,
0: yeah
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week for
0: <laughs> <time>. God willing
2: Chaladee de ho de ho de ho Happily ever after de ho de ho
1: This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash wt folklore feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore or mythology that you would like to hear us talk about special thanks to the brobdingnagian bards for the use of their song happily ever after from their album brobdingnagian fairy tales